Hello, thank you for joining me. This is Pastor Aaron Carr. Just wanted to um, give you a, a brief word of encouragement. I'm praying that um, what you hear will strengthen you and cause you to go on a little while longer. I'm thankful uh, just for another day, another opportunity to just to be here. Um, waking up in the morning, um, recognize that I woke up to new mercies and I'm thankful just uh, for another day, um, a day that some uh, don't have the opportunity to thank God for um, because they're no longer here um, with all the craziness going on and and sickness and the pandemic and the stress and the struggle. Um, I'm thankful to still be here. And so I'm praying that you are empowered and encouraged um, by this word. And I'm praying that whatever this word meets you, um, that it will lift you, strengthen you and cause you to walk with God a little longer, a little closer, um, have a deeper relationship with him. I'm going to come from uh, the first chapter of the book of Philippians, go from verse 12 um, to verse 18 and read from the English Standard Version. And the, and the word of God says, I want you to know, uh, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. So that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard. And to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. And most of the brothers, having become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment, are much more bolder or much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ from envy and rivalry, but others from goodwill. The latter do it out of love knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, but thinking to afflict me in my imprisonment. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed and in that I rejoice. I want to just speak to you for a few minutes, a few moments of your time. Thank you for joining me and listening in um, on the subject. The marvelous work of the gospel, the marvelous um, work of the gospel. A few months ago, um, the world was hit with a major blow with the loss of actor Chadwick Boseman. This talented actor whose range in acting is elite from his depiction of the civil rights activist Thurgood Marshall um, to playing Jackie Robinson to James Brown and his most successful uh, movie to date, um, which has broke records, The Black Panther, where everyone in the world cheered and changed their address to Wakanda. His death sent shockwaves throughout Hollywood and all over the world. Some were baffled by his death. It came out that Chadwick was diagnosed in 2016 with colon cancer. And he kept him and his team kept his condition private. In the span of time, while he was diagnosed, he was still acting and working and encouraging. While he was fighting an eternal battle. Internal battle. P. 
People marvel at his strength and his diligence to continue um, to not act out of character because of what he was going through. A lot of children and people are shocked, but motivated because the legacy of Chadwick represented the mindset that my purpose will supersede my pain. And what I'm presently going through will not get more attention than what God sent me here to do. That's why Chadwick was so significant, because he was able to control the volume of his circumstance. He had fourth stage cancer, but fourth stage cancer did not have him. These same sentiments are echoed here in the text where Paul is in prison um, for preaching the gospel. But he also felt that his death was coming. And while he's in prison, he, he writes a letter to the church in Philippi. He gives his normal opening and salutation, thanking God for the people and their concern for his well-being. He takes time to thank God and to pray and to give instruction on holiness and how to treat each other. Then he writes about the advancement despite uh, of being suspended. Paul says in verse 13, I want you to know that what has happened to me has served to advance the gospel so that it will be known throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. Paul, while in prison, demonstrated the heart and marvelous work of this ministry. One of the things that people marveled about Chadwick's death was that his circle, those who surrounded him, knew about his condition, knew about his issue. Them knowing it, however, did not amount to him being exposed about it. It amounted to him being an encouragement through it. Because the heart of ministry demonstrates that I should be able to trust you with my story. The work of ministry uh, family commands that we cannot make other story a tabloid, but use it as a testimony. Paul wrote this letter to the believers in Philippi because he trusted them with his story. Uh, in other words, Paul, Paul is saying, it didn't bury me. It encouraged them. His situation wasn't expressed for exploitation. It was used as an inspiration. And as a result of the effective use of the story, it didn't glorify the prison. It glorified God. And, and family, I, I don't know who I'm talking to today. Um, but that's why evaluation of your circle is, is so important. Um, the sanctity of your testimony, the sanctity of your struggles should be held at high at a high standard. Uh, the reason why people hold their testimony and their struggles on the inside is because of the fear of exploitation. I, I don't trust you to properly handle 
what I've experienced. And, and because uh, of that power of the testimony is never realized, the setting free is never seen, the overcome is never realized, all because instead of it giving God glory, uh, you treated it like TMZ. You treated it like my life was finished. You treated it as a, goss a gossip piece. You treated it as something that should be laughed at. Paul was in prison, but he demonstrates in the text that while you're going through your prison term, those who really love you will do more time and spend more energy proclaiming your freedom and not your sentence. That even though I'm going through hell, even though I'm going through a struggle, even though I'm going through a circumstance, his glory will be heard more than my sentence. I, I, I don't know about you, but I messed up some stuff in my life. Uh, but God is a redeemer, screwed up a lot in my life. But God is a restorer, made a lot of mistakes on purpose in my life. But God is able to save. I have a death sentence on my life, but he is my resurrection. In the midst of me going through, God will get the glory in this. You ought to touch yourself and ask yourself a question. What size is your circle now? Yeah, you, you, you don't love me if you gossip about my sentence, but is silent about his grace. Uh, folk that claim to be your people's. Uh, but they are really the paparazzi just highlighting where you are and not whose you are. Ask yourself a question. How big is your circle now? Paul trusted them with his story. Paul goes on to say uh, in the scriptures and most of the brothers having become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment are much more bolder to speak the word without fear, uh, without fear. Some indeed preach from envy and rivalry, but others from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. But the former proclaim it out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, but thinking to afflict me in my imprisonment. This family, this marvelous work called ministry commands that sometimes you have to be willing to work even while something is killing you on the inside. Chadwick Boseman, as I said earlier, was diagnosed with cancer in 2016 and we marveled at the fact that he had done some of his greatest work from 2016 up until his death in 2020. Because despite of what stage the cancer was in, he would not allow it to upstage his purpose. L look at Paul in the scripture with so much work to do, stuck in a prison, stuck in a circumstance that he could not get out of. People speaking and, and, and preaching against him while he is in a prison. That still did not stop Paul from acting in what he was purposed to do with lingering pain in his spirit. He still did what he was purposed to do. The scripture says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Remind yourself that this thing is mind over matter. 
I'm not ignoring what I'm going through. I'm not putting a mask on what I'm going through. I'm not faking the funk about what I'm going through. Paul was in chains. The prison was real. The sentence was written. The issue existed. The time was being served. But Paul had some different power going on inside of him. He was powered by his purpose. And that purpose was steeped in the gospel. Y'all know about the gospel. It's the power that made him not conform to what he was subject in. I don't think you heard me today. Uh, the gospel power made him not conform to what he was subject in. Y'all don't know about the gospel. I'm going to remind you the gospel power that makes you refuse to stay silent. The power that breaks every yoke, the power that makes demon tremble and flee, the power that destroys curses. Your prayer in this season should be, I need more Jesus. I need, need more of his word. I need more of his grace. I need more of his presence with all the stuff that's killing me on the inside. Jesus is enough for me to work it out. Jesus is enough for me to fight with. Jesus is enough for me to survive with. Jesus is enough. You want to declare right now, look at the drugs that you're probably using, the alcohol and the medication and the people in your group and your text and your, and your Facebook and your Instagram and your phone. And you declare Jesus is enough. Look at all those shackles and those bondages that you're going through and the issues and the depression and the anxiety and the stress. You look at it right in its face and declare that Jesus is enough. Go look at your marriage that's broken, that's going through stuff. And, and if you if it's worth saving, you, you declare Jesus is enough. Look, look at your brokenness and your sickness and your and your cancers and your addictions and your pain and declare Jesus is enough. A while back, a few months ago, Chadwick did a video right before he passed where you can see something was physically wrong with him. He, he was losing weight. He, he looked less of himself. People bashed him and, and talked bad about him and mocked him because he lost weight. I thought he was doing another movie and was preparing for the movie role and lost weight for the movie. He looked sick and did not look like he had victory over whatever he was going through. But y'all, I realized that the video literally was a declaration that despite of what it looked like, yeah, yeah, and despite of what it said, but what they said, Chadwick still had something to say. And, and that, that ought to be your motivation that despite of what's going on in the inside of me, despite of what it looks like, I still have enough to lift up my voice. This marvelous work called ministry causes you not to act like if something is not killing you, but despite of what is killing me on the inside. Chadwick was diagnosed with cancer four years before his death. He did movies, had interviews, broke records, but y'all, what was not discussed and is, is, is his activity visiting children's cancer hospitals and donating funds for a cure. Because this marvelous work called ministry commands us to go to the same places 
where people are suffering just like you. Paul was in a prison, but he still desired to pin this letter to the believers, encouraging them because he understood the importance of demonstrating the faith even while being in a prison because the gospel doesn't stop in the presence of walls. You ought to shout where, where, where you are and give God glory that, that, that the gospel is not intimidated by your chains. The gospel is not intimidated by injustice. It's not fearful of your barriers. The gospel gets through the walls. It breaks every chain. It sets free while in prison. It gives peace in the midst of hell, gives victory in the midst of uncertainty. That's why I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ because it gives power. It, it's a marvelous work, not intimidated by walls and your prison. It pushes you to go places where people are suffering just like you. It holds your story at a high standard. You ought to thank God for this marvelous work because the time was served and whatever stage of your life that you're in, ask God to go and give you the strength to go to the same places to the people that are fighting just like you. Because the heart of ministry shows that sometimes you have to be willing to work while something is killing you on the inside. You surround yourself with people that keeps that keeps your issues close to heart and not in the public. I should be able to trust you with my story. Not make it a tabloid, but make it a testimony. Father God, we thank you. I'm praying that someone who's listening to this, who is suffering on the inside, that, uh, that wanted to kill themselves because of what's going on inside of them. You tell them, you remind them through this word that you still have purpose. That you still have to continue to push. It's hard. It's a struggle because the stuff I got going on inside of me has, has, has now embodied who I am. And so I I, I, I'm in the prison, but because of the struggle, now the prison is inside of me. Um, but I'm praying and I'm, I'm, I realize and I'm hoping that people realize that the gospel is not intimidated by a prison, is not intimidated by your chains or your shackles. It pushes through. It sets free. It removes the shackles. It removes, uh, destroys the walls and the barrier. It, it busts, it busts through, uh, those elements in your life. I'm praying right now who, who feels like it's all over. Who feel like it's, it's, it's a wrap. It's done. <laughs> this gospel message is, it's not a message that, 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 that gives you the placebo effect where you just think you are at a place and you're not. No, even while you're in your struggle, the struggle is real. The diagnosis was real. The depression is real. The aggravation is real. The hurt is real. The scars are real. The bills are real. The financial problems are real. The pandemic is real. All these things are real. 
It doesn't make you, the gospel doesn't make you oblivious of what's going on around you. It's obvious that we're going through things, but I thank God for my Lord and Savior. I thank God for the power of this gospel because it's given me the, the strength to keep on pushing. Because the call on my life is not dictated by the struggle in my life. I have to keep on moving. I have to keep on pushing. That's hope. Yeah, ho hope is you have a choice when dirt is in front of you. You have the choice whether to be buried by it or to be grown through it. Yeah. The cemetery and the garden have the same elements, just different results. The cemetery has dirt, but there's bodies, dead bodies. The garden has dirt, but there's fruit, there's trees, there's vegetation, there are things that are growing. Both locations have the same substance, the same God reigning on them. Here's hope, but you choose where you're going to rest. You choose between a seed or a corpse. You choose that I shall not die but live. And declare the works, the blessings, and the power of the Lord. I'm praying that you're strengthened by this. I'm praying that you're encouraged by this word. I'm praying that um, that it was something that was triggered in your spirit that encourages to go to encourage you to go on a little while longer. God bless you. I'm praying that if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that this is tomorrow's not promise. Every day is a gift. So take advantage of this gift that has been presented to you um, to make your salvation sure. And that I don't love you to death. Um, Christ loves you to life. That's the difference between Christ and the world. Christ would tell you, I love you to death. Uh, but, but the world would say, I love you to death. But Christ tell you, I love you to life. God bless you. I pray that you were encouraged and strengthened by this word. I pray that you are uplifted and that. God continues to bless you and your families and whatever struggle that you're going through. I'm praying that he strengthens you and covers you. Um, that is my prayer. God bless you all. I love you. Stay strong.